Hey, this is the Comedy Store Podcast. This is Rick Ingram, your host, the guy who willingly gets paid nothing to come in here and uh, host this gem of a podcast. <laughs> I've gotten a lot of great comments from people uh, over the last couple of weeks saying, you know, things like, hey, uh, why don't you get someone interesting on your podcast? And, you know, other supportive <laughs> things of that nature. So it's a supportive fan base. Yeah, they're, they're there to make I like sure I know, guys. like, hey. Uh, we appreciate what you do. You just don't do it well. And that's really what I'm looking for. Do these guys know audience. that you, first of all, I don't believe, I don't believe these people. I think there's trolling you. But it could be. Sounds constructive to yeah. me. Hey, I, I, I think trying to help out for the podcast. You know, I want help. this to be the best it can be. Um, tonight, my guest, uh, probably the people I've known the longest in my tenure at the comedy store, a couple guys I did open mic with, and, uh, I got Ryan O'Neill and Jeff Danis here. Um, also known as the Danish and O'Neill. The Danish yeah. and O'Neill. The What's right? up? Comedy duo. Um, Thanks for having us. Yeah, yeah for man. sure. And how, how long have you guys been a duo, by the way? Only like three months. What led to that decision? <laughs> Desperation. Uh, yeah, well, that, nothing was really happened to us uh, performing individually. Yeah, I've been there. I so uh, we thought, hey, how about a gimmick act like a duo? No, every, I mean, everyone thought we were a duo anyway because we write together. Right. So First, we they like, thought we were roommates, but we've never lived which has together. Been gone, that's gone on for years. I thought, yeah, see, I you guys are roommates. You guys like, never roommates. We've together. never lived together. Okay. But Do you, uh, you have roommates? I had at one point. I don't anymore. I no. had uh, I had a girlfriend that I lived. I with. I remember that. Yeah, that's, that's a goommate. I remember it when was... you had uh, a girlfriend that um, would break up with you anytime we wanted to try yes. and get waitresses that's to make it, out with you in the bathroom. <laughs> yeah, and a few of them fell <laughs> for a it. A few of them fell for and it. And I gotta <laughs> thank you for that because you gave them that extra push. Because yeah. sometimes they'd be a little reluctant. They're on the fence. And, and then, I said, God, you know what? You would really give him the This guy's spiel. girl just tore his heart out. And going through a hard time. He needs some help. There's a lot of sympathy telling him going That's on. That's really what good friends are for, I think, is to, you know, just push unsuspecting girls yes. into uh, making decisions that they, they probably don't regret, but should regret. Absolutely. We're from the same, uh, we have one of the smallest comedy store draft classes of all times. Yeah. It's the only survivors are really us three. Yeah. Mark Ellis. Yeah. PJ Stansberry, stands. Stansberry was a little bit ahead of us. And Dr. Willis. Yes. He was True. like, the, he was a class ahead of us, but he got held back yeah. a lot. Yeah, he was like a 40 year old senior. Yeah. Which he yeah, still yeah. is. When I started working here, I got a lot of. Uh, a lot of anger from PJ about, yeah, you took my job, asshole. That job was for me. I'm like, I, I, I wasn't told that I was what? filling in for you. I just, you know what? I, me a job. And, you got a job pretty early, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, you were. Yeah. And then you got passed like pretty soon. Yeah. I, I, I I did open mic for probably seven months and then they gave me a job and then I got passed like four months after that. Yeah. We were uh, was a fucking lunatic. We were on a different path. Yeah. <laughs> we, we were, we were on the, uh, we were in the dug the in path there. of most resistance. I remember yelling at Tommy, the old talent coordinator because he wanted to pass uh, Natasha Legero and being like, that's retarded. You have perfectly hilarious comedians here. Uh, and I mentioned you guys and Mark Ellis and some other people. They're not ready. Wow. Uh, they're trying to do something, but I don't know what it is yet. Like, yeah, <laughs> Maybe very, comedy, you motherfucker. Piece of shit. <laughs> like, what do you mean? Unknowing. What an asshole. To, to yeah. put it, uh, I don't know if you've delved into this, but there's like, like all of entertainment, there's, you know, there's some different ways to get in at the comedy store. People always ask and you're like, there's really no one way to do right. it, but there's mainly two ways. And I'll, I break it down like in terms of sports. It's like you can come up in the minor league system, sure. which we, the three of That's us did, did yeah. which is a bad move. Struggle to single. <laughs> also, the while. minor league system that we came up through is way different than it is now. True. 
It, we came up through a, a plethora of freak shows. Yeah, like it, it was a it was a who's who of fucking Which, schizophrenics. So, so you can go through that yeah. fucking obstacle course, or you can come in through free agency. Which is the recommended? You got a, you got a big time agent, uh, you know. Or you're like, hey, through so and so from New York. Let's yeah. get him right in. Don't worry about Bob, who's been out there breaking his back yeah. working here. Yeah, he hates the world. <laughs> yes, already bitter. Or you can be White Kyle, who's just happened to be sitting. Yeah, uh, he showed up, been in out in LA about hat. two weeks, and he was just sitting in the back of the room. And Paulie Shore pointed to him. He's like, "Bro, you Give want a job?" job. This, he, he was he was plucked out of the back bullpen where we would all sit, the back corner. He just like walked up, kind of looked around. You, bro, what do you think? This dude, White Kyle, uh, he was a special breed of moron. He <laughs> he looked kind of like a little Andy Kaufman ish, mixed with like uh, Ashton Kutcher. A little yeah, bit. and uh, always wore the same outfit, same stupid John Deere trucker hat that yep. was kind of in style yeah. in the early two thousands. And he went on stage and did literally the hackiest impression that a comedian can do. Did he do impressions? Yeah. It I was couldn't just, tell you just Christopher Walken. All I remember is when he walked up on stage, it was just Christopher Walken. Oh yeah. Yeah. Hey, it's nice. That, would, that was the whole act. Was he just called the black nice. lady a bitch or no, a black yeah. bitch. No, there was a bunch of black women. He goes, what's up? My black bitches. I, I believe in there was a sit down. You black bitch. When one of them got, Maybe to the that bathroom, was, yeah. which was where he got and, the name white Kyle. Yeah. And one of the, Black gentlemen at the table. Uh, we used to have comment cards, which was probably the dumbest thing. <laughs> I remember that at the comedy <laughs> store, especially on briefly. open mic night. It was yeah. briefly after they read some of the uh, comments. So like, is that really worth it? He mentioned on his comment card that he hoped, in his words, "I hope that guy, White Kyle, gets raped in prison." And from then on, when we read that, it was like. Oh, you're white Kyle now. Yeah. That's officially what you're known well, as. That guy kind of got his dream because white Kyle ended up dying he of died. an overdose, heroin OD. overdose. Was, I thought it was meth. Was it heroin? Yeah, it was heroin. It was, it was heroin. heroin. Okay. He, well, he, his parents sent him to rehab for heroin, and he got out with a methadone prescription okay. and mixed that with heroin that his druggy friends had waiting for him. You know, his mom called here yeah. saying that he died like any of us gave a shit. Well, that's the only time I've ever got a phone call from Nick Youssef was... <laughs> I was in the room when he got... Yeah. He, he I, was in, around. I was in Colorado, and I see the comedy stores calling me, and I answered, and uh, he goes, hey, uh, it's Nick Youssef. And I was like, wow, that's weird. <laughs> What's up, man? He's like, I just wanted to call and let you know that uh, what you said to White Kyle came true. He's dead. <laughs> because the, the night Kyle left, he came up to us and it, he was a serious drug addict. He was stealing money from a guy with cerebral palsy. He was he, trying he, to yeah. orchestrate break yeah. into a pet store. Yeah. Do you he, remember that? To steal with, fucking with special ketamine. K? Yeah. With PJ. And a thief, eh? So he may be a lot of things, but I ain't doing that. He forced uh, Davey Wester, who was cerebral palsy, to smoke crack with him. Yeah. He was a bad egg and uh, a good comic. Though. Great comic. <laughs> uh, it's nice. Best impressionist. He, uh, so yeah, he, he told us when he was leaving that he was having to move home or whatever because he got evicted. He was young. He was like 20. Yeah, he was probably 24. Yeah, he was like mid 20s. And uh, he said, uh, we were all giving him shit, like, get the fuck out of here, scumbag. And he was <laughs> like, uh, you guys will see, I'll be back. I'll be famous for any of you. And I commented, you'll be dead before you ever come back here. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Thinking just, you know. Wow. Have you ever thought about being a psychic? Hey, seriously, you may have missed your calling. Yeah. Soothsayer, I'm like, Rick. I'm like that John Edward guy. Only I only know <laughs> horrible, <laughs> more angry. insulting things. <laughs> he came up to me once. He goes, I heard you've been telling people that I'm a heroin addict. And I was like, yeah, I have. <laughs> yeah. Then he expected me to <laughs> deny <laughs> it, that he was going to get my face. And he's yeah. like. 
Okay, oh, well, okay, and then yeah. he's backed off. Well, it's true, so thanks. Yeah. He, he <laughs> called me like a week before he left and was like, hey, uh, do you know anyone that wants to buy like uh, 300 Oxycontin? Jesus. Uh, like, I mean, probably, but I don't know anyone who has yeah. money to buy. That's a, that's a high amount. Yeah. And yeah. He, he was stealing it from um, an AIDS patient that uh, lived to the floor. Above oh, I, I recall yeah. that, I think. Yeah. He had uh, a lot of rackets going on at that yeah. time. They were all drug related to make extensive money. Well, I mean, we just, we came up with quality people. There was a, that was oh, a yeah. golden era of like, cause a lot of people say it in hindsight that like for, cause for a while Mitzi was here. Yeah. Mitzi short one of the comedy store, but then that, like during that period, she was never here. Right. And so they said it was a lot like the days of the Westwood comedy store, which was just bedlam. Yeah. And so it became insanity. again. Well, yeah. It was Tommy was with Mitzi. Mitzi was nowhere to be found at the here. Dean Gelber was out chasing pussy Bro. for sure. And uh, so Fucking we were just, just left to the run rankest the place. bitches out there. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he just. He wasn't afraid to fuck on his uh, floor when he was no, in management he here. Yeah. Bro. Blowjobs under the desk. Oh, Laney he... pounding on the door. <laughs> well, Dean, like he, what are he, you doing in there? Every time he would sometimes lock himself in that door that we would go and try to peek in. The, yeah. Through the, the, the like a, it's, it's an old oh. fashioned 80s half door. So you yeah. can kind of get some leeway through that see. half. I think the one time Laney came down and we're like, she's like, where's Dean? And we're like, oh, he's running. Follow us, lady. He's right in there. I don't know what he's doing, but we've been trying to get in there for a while. He was. If I is that the time he was getting a, a blowjob from that yes. Leslie girl, yes. little hippie girl. Oh, yeah. that girl uh, had a crush on me, but I she would it. always talk about her tits oh, being uneven, uneven boobs. Yeah. And uh, was Painter, her she had like a D, and one was like an A. The legend who we could probably do ten podcasts Easily. on just on Jim Painter alone. What he was like? Yeah, God, she's so hot. You know what I call her? Little bit. No. Like, why? You know, he's just small. <laughs> <laughs> Painter was the best. He was such an inspiration to so many of us. For the, for the three of us, like, he like for me and him, like he got us both jobs. Yeah, like he he took he he got fired. Yeah, Dean Gelber fired him because he he you're supposed to take the chairs from the front patio and put them away, and he just didn't do he it. Didn't do it. The next morning, I mean, like, bro. Yeah, what he, happened? He told him to do I it. I don't like. Taking direction from people. <laughs> he was so, a they fired, man. so they yes. fired him. So then he went into the office. Look, I know it's over, but if you don't fucking hire O'Neill, yeah. he's going to be held to pay, right? And then, yes, <laughs> right? similar to your situation, Bill Prather claimed I took his job. He took Prather's job. The infamous Bill Prather. Bill Prather claims man. he turned the job down and then I got it. Oh, see, I, I never heard that. Yeah, yeah. He, he was did he, hiring. He was upset. <laughs> He was upset he, about he that. Was. Uh, he was he was the Baldwin brother of the open mic. Really, when <laughs> that's we were not around. a bad comparison. Yeah, but he was like one of the outskirts. Yeah, I like don't even know his name. Stevens. He was like Dan yeah cousin. Daniel with the yeah. bloated face. A any of them except for Alec, essentially. Daniel probably drive around with a Jeep Wrangler, just like Bill Prather is right I, now. I made the mistake <laughs> of uh, of going and. Uh, Hanging out with Bill Prather and his crazy Englishman friend. Oh, the Al, Al Bundy. Coke. Yeah. Remember British Al Bundy? He was a yeah. shoe salesman. shoe salesman. Yeah. He's the That's British the guy. guy. Yeah. And he dressed like he was in the Who or something. He wore like boots really and shit. Cool. Yeah. And, uh, and, uh, it was, it was them just getting fucked up. And I was, Blowing rails in the standard. Uh, this, the night I went, uh, we were drinking here and then we ended up going to Bill Prather's apartment. Uh, cause I had the killer weed and the British guy <laughs> wanted to smoke weed all coked up. And, uh, he, he was, he, we got over there and we started smoking. And he was just like, he's like, mate, mate, this stuff is too strong. I'm like, you are on cocaine. 
How yeah, is this weed too strong for you? <laughs> and then Bill's it's not, like, well, not what they have in England, yeah. man. You're bringing that good American shit. Bill, Bill gave him the, the hey, you guys want to watch a tape? And then ah, <laughs> the tape. Put, put in a tape of himself fucking some chick. <laughs> Just like the worst fucking of all time. Those tapes he never end up. well. It's always the guy's ass. Like there's never yeah. a good angle because most of the chicks don't know what's happening. Yeah. These guys are scumbags. And you just see oh, like you a know, hairy. Did, she didn't know. Yeah, yeah of course didn't. she didn't. But the worst part is because he showed it to me and BJ and it was just Prather. Yeah. It was on Prather. And we're like, <laughs> that's always what happens. Like side ass on the girl. You can see it. a bit of the, yeah. but it's mostly Prather shaft yeah. going into her. Yeah. There's not a lot of pre-production meetings yeah. on the illegal porn <laughs> tapes. There were multiple thumbs up and him <laughs> like, like putting his head in the camera. He knew he you was going to show that to his buddies. He was thinking of you guys while he's he fucking was. like, here's that's the thumbs up. up. Yeah. Oh, oh one yeah. time. He switched positions. You could kind of see her naked. And we're like, whoa, 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 stop. It's He's so like, no, no, dude, it gets it better. It gets better. Yeah. <laughs> Here's me. I, I slap it here. Yeah. He goes, watch this. I'm going to try to put my thumb in her asshole. And she bats it away. And he goes, I'm going to try it three more times. Yeah. Sounds and like you guys got the same director's me. commentary. <laughs> we, we did. Yeah, it was, <laughs> yeah. I think he had a teleprompter <laughs> there. It was the DVD extended He had a cue version. card guy where he read off. Director's commentary. Where are I, I we? Left, Where are we here? Okay. I left pretty uncomfortably after. How long after did that. you did the tape go till? Are you like I've seen enough? It was like uh, well, he probably showed us seven minutes. Yeah, <laughs> but I think every time that might have been the whole thing. You're like I fast guess, forward but. to something better, and then it was just. Him. Oh, you're gonna like this. You're gonna like. No, I don't like this. And he would he would lick the thumb and then try to put it in the ass and she'd slap it away. Yeah, and then he'd be like, <laughs> "Don't worry, it's gonna go in there." <laughs> they call that move the Matumba. It's when you get yeah. the no, 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 the finger. <laughs> it was it was a top open mic. There was just a lot yeah. of he. Uh, the guys were the best. Sorry, before we get to open mic, I yeah. like Prather left for like years. Yeah, but this happened a lot, and then guys would do the glorious return, like, like hey, I'm back, yeah, guys. and everyone just looks at him like, fuck you. Yeah, why did you come back? Like, do we stay in the trenches and we're way better than you now? Yeah. He's, oh, hey guys. Yeah, I mean. And Prather did for a while. He was always coming up with a, a shitty gimmick to run. Like, oh, he, he was always leper, leper leper for a while. I remember yeah. he did the leper jokes. He rattled off about uh, five minutes, and Cap was like, "You doing fucking leopard jokes, dog? Yeah, come, come on!" Yeah, quit he, that do you shit, remember when he pitched them to us? Like they were just pure gold. Genius. Like this is what's going to take me to the top. Yeah. And that it, would happen a lot. This was we would be on the Al Patio yeah. for hours oh. before the shows. And so you would get a lot of, like, I remember O'Neill convinced Dagmar to do this uh, god awful bit. <laughs> was it about penguins or some yeah, shit? Yeah, some stupid She's shit. Like, do you really think it's good? Like that weird way she talked. Do you guys, <laughs> did you see Mark Hatchell is here? When? What? He's here tonight. He's what? doing something in the belly room. I just saw him earlier. I haven't seen him in a couple of years. Are you but serious? Last I heard, he was legitimately trying to start a religion in Las Vegas. It's possible. I mean, he he looks the same, only he has a Jim the Anvil Neidhart beard goatee thing. Is he still wearing now. football jerseys or is he slimmed down to uh, regular shirts? Uh, he, he hasn't slimmed down, but <laughs> he's he still is in regular shirts. Is he still and, chugging? And Bono uh, glasses. Oh, yeah, really? Yeah. <laughs> is he still chugging uh, cans of. Uh, Campbell's chunky uh, I was gonna say, clam chowder. I'm not sure. Lard it would be what I'm guessing. He, chowder, uh, he would drive me home because I used to, I live still pretty close and I used to walk here. But one night I walked home at like 2.30 a.m. and this homeless guy, it's the one stretch of sunset that's covered by trees and pretty dark. And I got into the fucking, uh, into that area. And this homeless guy just did a 20 yard sprint straight towards me. I balled my fist and then he stopped like inches from my face. And he's like, I'm just kidding. God. And I was like, I'm not walking home anymore. So Hatch would give me a ride a lot. And a lot of times on ride homes, he would just uh, open up that glove box and just uh, straight up old McDonald's cheeseburgers for that ride home. Wow. That's a special. <laughs> just pounding them. Oh. And another time gets out of the car 
And I go, what are you drinking? And he was drinking uh, Progresso soup right out of the can, cold. Just wow. pounding it. And it wasn't like a, a thin broth. It was like a, with it potatoes. A and, yeah, yeah. some, some stuff some in cream there. cream in there. That's disturbing. And, and I go, dude, stop. You're, and he's like, what? It's good, man. He's like, you want to like, get tilted? And I'm like, dude, I'm good. Man, that's brutal. Uh, well, we we were just. Do you guys remember Drew at all? Oh yeah, dude. Drew oh, P. the dog, the, the dog, dog bark. You, you, you Drew was like your you first prison bitch. <laughs> yeah, like you really honed in on him. You yeah. worked. You were working though at the same time. That I he was. was working. We were, you were working. The, you were working the back door, right? Yeah, uh, they wouldn't let me do phones because they said that I didn't have a pleasant demeanor to the public. It's <laughs> probably best. They let so, Painter do phones. <laughs> yeah, no, but Painter was. He would uh, always go. We're <laughs> famous comedy store. This is James. <laughs> yeah, he he, he had trained me on the phone for it. Didn't it, didn't some chick wasn't some like someone was like, can you get me stage time? He's like, do you have a girlfriend or like one girl? And he's like, are you hot? So Send pictures. One he's time like, I, I answered, have done that. I, I answered the phone. He goes, is it a chick? And I shook my head. He's like, ask her how big her fucking big ass titties are. <laughs> <laughs> Painter was, was like, he was especially human. He would walk up to you in the middle of the night. There's just nothing going. How hard is your rock hard cock? Yeah. I think you just said one to rock fucking hard. <laughs> you just said rock hard. It's rock it's, hard. I Ow. knew it. Uh, he was, he's probably uh. the funniest person. I mean, completely depraved, but probably the funniest comic I ever knew that didn't keep doing it. Oh, when he maybe the most influential comedian yeah. of uh our era. of the 2000s. The, yeah. Of guys like like the class above us is a pretty heavy you have like Ari, yeah. Steve Simone. But even those guys were heavily influenced. Steve Renazzi, yeah, they were all influenced yeah. by Painter. He yeah. was like how Brody like people get like the impressions yeah. of Painter live on to this day. And he was another guy who would try out all of his jokes on you oh, off stage. We would make him hold the fake mic. He held him to the shit out of you. <laughs> you know, oh, uh, what about this one? Oh, and if you didn't like it, come on! What are you talking are you about? <laughs> kidding me? <laughs> yeah. That bit is gold! Yeah. Like, why'd you ask me? <laughs> and we, uh, I, I think it was maybe Earl or someone I was just, maybe it was Steve Simone I discussed it with, but one of the worst things in the world was when you would try out a new bit on like an open mic night here, and the only person laughing <laughs> yeah. was Painter. And Slapping the, the table in the back. The palm slap. Ah! And, and you didn't know, like, when you oh, first started, was... you're like, is he mocking me? <laughs> yeah. But he was really loving That's it. genuinely how I he... That bit. Remember, he loved your double-wide trailer bit. Loved it. Can I yeah. do it? You don't do it anymore. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it was terrible. <laughs> it was just like, like, it was some simple bit. That he was turned like, to me like, did you hear it? He did the double-wide. If you can afford a double-wide, just get a small house. <laughs> <laughs> I remember you loved I it. was like, no, that crowd hates it. I'm not doing it anymore. He's like, Can I have it? Are you what? kidding me? Yeah. What is this guy is throwing materials? Throw that gold. What do you want for it? I'm like, I don't want anything <laughs> for it. You can just have my it. sister, because she used to sometimes come with my brother-in-law to watch me do comedy. I was starting out, still talks about painter because she hated him because he would just pound the table and go, Yeah! Yeah. Yeah. Dude, you crushed in there. He's like, no, you were the only person who enjoyed He's that like, at all. Was, you bobbed. So hard, people hated you. I loved it. <laughs> yeah, I remember he one time we had like a who's on first with him. His name was spelled Painter, like you paint. Yeah, and so oh, I was yeah, like, I, I was like, is that. your name Painter or Painter? Yeah, <laughs> I was like, no, is it? He think it's what? Painter. And I was and like, like, so it's paint. It's, you spelled Painter. Yeah, that, that's what I said. <laughs> <You're> <laughs> I was like, like, no. like with a T. Yeah, <laughs> and they were like Painter. 
Yeah. <laughs> they were like, but pa- but it's spelled with T, like painter. Exactly. <laughs> like if we literally got you nowhere, like get it. we're just gonna have to leave it. We'll yeah. leave it as a mystery. And, and he had a he had a very distinctive look too. Like I like to think of him as the young Skeletor. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. definitely. He was like Skeletor the college years. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> before everything completely yeah, withered away, but before he decided to fully go like evil. Yeah. Before he hated He Man, he was like developing feelings of right. dislike and then, but he didn't fully. He hate still him. had a little bit of flesh on his. <laughs> He yeah, loved working out. He was almost like a workout anorexic. Yeah. Like he would be eating pizza. I'm going to have to go to the 24 hour fitness to work this off. Gosh. And then just. And he'd be, How big are these fucking arms? Yeah. 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 <laughs> we drove him once to Alhambra in his car. To do he a had gig. like a Ford Taurus and he got in and he had leather interior. Jeff did. And he's like, <laughs> Oh my God. Pure fucking luxury. <laughs> Dead serious. <laughs> leather seats. Wow. <laughs> Talking about it the whole. And then we passed a fountain in Los Feliz. Like a big fountain. And he rolled out the window. And he's like, I took a shit in that fountain. And there's kids playing. <laughs> so we, we drive up the road like two minutes. Wait, turn around. I want to say I'm going to rape those kids. You got any fucking mind? He was, no. It was like a guy who's like, he's like, oh, wait, I've got something way better. Why yeah. didn't I say Hold this? Yeah. Let's go back. It's jerk always, store. Syndrome. Always writing. Yeah. Even even doing those bits. He, yeah. had to, he wanted it out the way he wanted it. Yeah, he was... He was uh, an amazing person to learn comedy store comedy from. Absolutely. He's like, he is a big, you know, like a guy's on a sports team. You're like, guy's not that good, but he, the, the culture of him, it like right. lives on. He instilled a lot of culture. He did. His cadence was the most addictive cadence that there ever has been in comedy. Cause if you started doing impressions of him, inevitably you would start doing the cadence on stage. Yeah. He couldn't help. Everybody you would, went you would, through, you like, would fall oh, into it a lot. Yeah. Of you'd be like, you bet. And you'd be like, oh, yeah. well, anyway, yeah, if, oh. I, if I have to follow Brody, yeah, that it just gets in your just, head. Yeah, yeah, you start I'll doing just, it. How dare you? And I'm like, yes. Oh, just, like, oh boy. He and Brody right, had know. have a very infectious. He, they are. Uh, uh, they had. A, uh, they were frenemies. Brody Stevens and Jim. I can see that. I mean, he I, would heckle. Bro- this is unprofessional. <laughs> just like back, back and forth. <laughs> I, could, I could see them making a great uh, devil and angel on the shoulder. It, it was like they they positive like, push negativity. Don't. Do this, James. This is sabotage. He would always come up to me and be like, talk about his scars on his face. <laughs> That's what he would say. <laughs> Just a, a wickedly evil man. Oh, so entertaining. Great. I remember He's, I first started disliking the old talent coordinator, Thomas Morris, when he sure. told me... Uh, I screamed at him once. I just had enough of his just giving me these constant notes. And I just went it, crazy. It, it's a general theme of the podcast thus far. Is people <laughs> telling their, this is when I really started <laughs> hating. So talking. I lost my mind. And yeah. then I, and then in that spe- like in that whole speech, like I went back I was like, you don't tell these people what to do. Don't tell me what. And then he's like, I said something. And then like, it got to painter. He's like, you guys think painter's great. He's not funny. And I was like, this guy doesn't get it. Well, he made answer. painter got passed by Mitzi shore. Then Tommy made him re-showcase. Yeah. And they and then that completely fucking one of, destroyed one him. One of the craziest showcase stories, Mitzi Shore would come in, sit in the back, and ice horrifying, the room like horrifying. no one's ever iced oh. it. Like Chris Rock would peek in, look, and be like, I'm out. He's like, I'm she gone. Would, she seemed like she was barely breathing and thinking at that time, and I was fucking terrified. And she, the can, you see the candle lit. Yeah. She's eating popcorn. You're like, in the uh, room is ice. And the crowd's uh, like, what happened? Oh, it used yeah. to be fun in here. It's the only time I've ever like flubbed words, stumbled over everything. Yeah. And like, couldn't, you know, when you so nervous, you can't breathe. You're like yeah. that short, you're that shallow breath. You miss, breath you miss a like, syllable and you're like, what happened? Uh, yeah. Uh, 
So Painter goes up in front of her, and she didn't like dirty she comedy for the most part. Right. And he she, was Phil. She wanted you doing clean yeah. for a showcase. But so his he, idea, sometimes people tell him to do clean, and then he would do these insane bits, and he'd be like, it's pretty clean, right? Yeah. That, You're like, it, was, it involved elderly rape. <laughs> yeah, that's not that bad, right? He said skull fucking. <laughs> I didn't talk about chopping her pussy up. Yeah. So he goes up in front of her. She's in the back. And when you get off, you're supposed to kind of just like walk away, and you're done. Yeah. So and he walks will, by her. But either way, when you get off stage, you have no choice but to walk. You have to, you have to walk by, but you don't say anything. Try not to make. I, I yeah. I got past the, the night that she first saw me, and I I tried to walk past her so quickly. Yeah, just you just like, want out of there. Yeah. Like, I don't I want anything to do with it, fired. whether it's good or bad. It's she of, reached out towards me. I was literally like, "Oh, I'm gonna die." <laughs> you didn't <laughs> know the end. if she thought that you were some oh. comic from like 30 years <laughs> yeah. ago. What she or said. she was like trying to kill you. She goes, uh, and I, I went up and I did. Uh, I do the same thing I kind of still do now where I pretend like the crowd's really loving me and I take my fake kudos. Yeah. And uh, and then I, I went into a hilarious bit about uh, the the guy who came over and installed my cable and uh, how he was racist. I remember that and, bit. Uh, he kept telling me about how he has buddies in Mexico that he can, he can get me any animal I wanted. Just name an animal wow. and get it for him. That's a good deal. Great white shark. I can get you one. <laughs> yeah, I don't need just install the cable, man. <laughs> And uh, the crowd was not particularly into my <laughs> new hilarious racist uh, cable guy bit. And um, Mitzi was in a passing mood, I guess. She had already passed Ari and Kirk Fox that night. Same night? Was that, Same the, night. Is that the night that she passed Jimmy and Joey? No, that was... Okay. That was, okay. That <laughs> was like, get it, let's get it in Evan That was a like few two minutes. months later when I, when I truly was like, oh, it's not that special. We need, to, we need to delve it. into them in a minute. Yeah, we will. When we get through this. Um but yeah, so then I walked by her and she she gave me the reach out and then was like, oh, where are you from? I was like, oh, Kansas. Oh, that's great. Midwest, make the best comics. I'm like, oh, cool. <laughs> She's like, you need to do more stage time. I'm like, all right, thanks. And I just bailed out, like yeah. mid, still please, talking please to me. Please leave me alone. Like, ah! <laughs> and then Duncan uh, was sitting with her. He was the assistant talent coordinator then. And he came over and was like, yeah, man, Mitzi passed you. I'm like, yeah, right. And I didn't believe it till the next day when they called me. You're like, what are your avails? I'm like, oh, that was real. It wasn't yeah. a joke. Huh. It's actually it, the sad thing is when you think back, it was actually like a big, you're like, holy shit. This is like yeah. a at milestone. The, at the, at the and time. Now looking back, you're like, what a fucking, <laughs> yeah. what a loser I was. Yeah. Like what an idiot to think that that meant anything, <laughs> anything at all. I remember calling my parents being like, big news guys. This is going to be, this is going to no, be but like baby steps. We all towards- came up like, you know, we're all around the same age. When you come up in the eighties, like guys would get passed in that time. And you're like, TV deal, deal. Boom. Yeah. Like, Hey, yeah. Freddie well, Prince. Hey, we, how about a TV we show? We all watched uh, the E true Hollywood story yeah. about the comedy store. And you're like, Oh, this is we're on easy street yeah. now. Little did we know that we'd be r- set. <laughs> we're, we're, we're made men. Little did we know that we'd be doing the same exact spots. Yeah, <laughs> ten years later. <laughs> so to get back to the painter, he bo- he bombed in front of her, and he's right. doing filth. And he walks by, and he had like a very distinct walk where he would like kick out his feet a bit. Yeah, and he walked by, giving like a, a strut. It's almost like a it's a strut <laughs> slash like almost goose step, but it's yeah. not like Nazi ass. Gives her a, a, an enthusiastic Hardy, thumbs up that yeah. he's pumping. Yeah, right. <laughs> he gave. He, he gave. That was pretty good, right? Yeah. She turns to Tommy, who was next to her, and she he worked the front door, which means you have to like stand in the room all night. Yeah. I don't want him in the room anymore. <laughs> so he had, to, he had to leave outside the curtain anytime she was on the premises. He was so devastated genius. too. Yeah. Wow. He just wanted, he just wanted to I thought right. it went well in there. That's why I said it was pretty good, right? <laughs> he was such a pure talent, though, because he wanted to be like so desperately. 
but he could not deny his sense of humor. Yeah. Like it was the most offensive thing so, that you've ever heard. So but he, twisted. But yeah. he hated that. He's like, why didn't they love that bit about AIDS? Yeah. <laughs> like he would do the most offensive. He could wrap shit. his head around why people weren't getting him. Yeah. And didn't love him. Yeah. I mean, he was scared. His mind and his face were truly horrifying. Yeah. And then he would hold his but notes and he would slap genius. his palm with them anyway. like with an OCD. Yeah. And he would never look at the notes. He would just hold them between the his index fingers. card. Wait a second. Wait, you hated that last one. You're going to really hate this one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you would tell them beforehand, but they'd be like, wait, you didn't like it? He would Dude. always ask, what bits do you want to hear tonight? He was hit like a request line. <laughs> yeah. But we would request one bit and he would hate it. Because remember towards the end, he thought you were messing with him. And he thought we were messing yeah. with him. Yeah. And so we'd be like, do the, we'd be like, do the bit about your grandmother. They like they like making me do this because it makes me sweat. He goes, <laughs> and it degrades me. <laughs> Jimmy! Jimmy! The new style. It was a great bit. He was, uh, he was the only person I ever watched bomb in La Jolla. Like, <laughs> La Jolla is when you, I was told you take like, your ass whipping up here. You yeah. go to La Jolla. I was like, so you can't bomb down there. So it's I, hard. I down That's there. always my fear, though. Like, yeah. if I do, it'll be a big blow. Well, I've witnessed it twice, I guess. I saw that, and I was there for the Jeff Richards <laughs> meltdown. Yeah, you and I, but, was, you and I did and a lot I, of La Jolla shows. The together. architects. Yeah. We, we, we for did some reason, plotting. Tommy loved the combo of you. I was never sent with you. Yeah. I don't think I was allowed, but he would always send you guys a lot. I was Aww. always sent with, like, the worst people, and then he... He would throw on. Well, I'm going to send O'Neill down there too to open. As like, for a, it. As like, like a, a fan, you get a friend. You're going to get <laughs> a friend. Garen, you're alive. Um, I'm sending you down there with Jeff Richards and Jordy Fox. But I'm going to send Ryan O'Neill down there with you wow. too. Like, okay, <laughs> isn't that where Richards <laughs> ended up uh, in his boxers, laying yep. on the floor, laying on the ground in his underwear, going, "What am I doing? What am I doing? <laughs> this is not what." People thought it was uh, art. He was going to get up and do something, and the get out. Started yelled at everyone to get out. out. It's fun to see when that happens. Like how long they'll be like oh this is just some this is a breakdown yeah, this, like, is, this like, isn't an act people just, start laughing and then it gets like, like five nervous minutes energy like, and look at the watch did like an hour and ten most of which was laying on his back talking <laughs> into a microphone in his boxers full breakdown <laughs> and then like a week later it was like what i, I, I thought shows were fine yeah <laughs> we had someone it was probably two months after that i'm staying in the parking lot and some guy walks up to me I'd just done a show, uh, spot in the OR, and he's like, hey, man, you're really funny. I saw you in La Jolla a couple of months ago. I was like, oh, cool, man, thanks. And then Richards is standing there. He's like, oh, man, hey, I was at that show, man, where you had the breakdown. And he was like, what show? <laughs> he's like, he's hey, like, move past it. He's like, you, you were laying around in your underwear. He's like, what? When? He's like, it was like oh, two months ago. He had no recollection. He blocked it out, man. It's on to the next impressive. show. That's a good op. It's like a good, yeah. hey, the rear view is done, man. Yeah. I'm looking forward. I'm a- that was the show where he debuted the joke about his brother got killed by AIDS, visual AIDS. Like we were dying. We we're like, this is the greatest joke ever. Yeah. You know, he ended up giving that joke to Earl Skakel. You know how we found out? Now? O'Neal's like, remember that shit? Joe quoted it. Hey man, I bought that Joe. He bought it. That's what he bought it from him, which is awesome. Because when I interviewed Earl, he was telling, "Yeah, you know, I, I sold some a lot of jokes to Dave Tyree and some other guys." I was like, really? What are the jokes about? He's like, they were just the shittiest jokes ever, but they bought them. I'm like, wow, that's, that's how he got those leather about. pants. Yeah. Um, now we, we were talking about Jimmy and Joey. Oh, t- these, two legends. Oh, yeah. These guys spit in your face. I mean, we had to yeah. start though at the beginning, yeah. like of the Wikipedia page. Before, they open mic with us. Yeah. They, before there was when it was the comedy Demis duo of Danish and O'Neill. Yeah, they were our they inspiration. Were, they were the original uh, comedy duos of our era. They were brothers. Brothers originally. Jimmy There's been and about Joey. fourteen Demis different. Demis and Dante. That were the real name. Jimmy and Joey for some reason. 
And uh, two Italian just, guys from back east. Yeah. Fat, a fat Italian and a skinnier, a short Italian. Joey looks like uh, if you shrunk Tony Danza yeah, and like made him more midget and fat. Yeah. And, and the other brother, like Jimmy, he looked almost a, like the other brother looked more ethnic. He was like yeah. tan, and he had slicked hair. And he was bit, the talent of the group. He had a big head, like Easter Island style, big head, yeah, big eyes. Totally. He was a weird looking yeah. dude. And uh, they'd wear, you know, standard East Coast Italian matching Adidas jumpsuits, that type of shit. Great Italian Just, rap. We got a big dick between, between our legs. legs. <laughs> yeah. It's like two meatballs and Italian bread. I like <laughs> pasta with <laughs> pasta sauce. <laughs> So when good. I'm in the kitchen, I'm the boss. That was one. Yeah, they, they really knew how uh, to. Just, why don't Jehovah Witness? Or why don't Italians like Jehovah Witnesses? No witnesses. Italians don't want any witnesses. Hey, why don't Italians like Disneyland? Because Mickey's a rat. That's why he's got three fingers. Damn. <laughs> They're just good. It's just top quality. I remember topic. they were like, do you remember back in the day? Fat James was another one who you used to call Desiree, by the yeah. way. Uh, I think we all did. <laughs> 400 pound man yeah. who we, ran he did the open mic bucket we that we yeah. had to draw from he would hold it he he had a but did, you, it, did you know he had an agent who told him because he was a big fat guy he's like 400 pounds he had like uh yeah. he had an oddity agent who only specialized in <laughs> fat Freak. giant fatzos and midgets, midgets and, sure. and super tall he showed Giraffes. the guy he's like oh i'm getting the gym membership he goes if you lose more than 30 pounds i'm dropping you <laughs> and Damn. he cut it off in front of him <laughs> that's impressive the guy's like i don't care about your health i care about your money making ability well i, I mean he did do some Z-level movies with Sherman Helmsley. Yeah, so he did. He was working. He once brought me in on this audition for one of this piece of shit <laughs> movies. He's like, bro, this is a big deal. This guy was like Asian guy number 60 in Big Trouble in Little China, and now he's doing fucking his own films. Yeah. And I'm like, and you know when you're like, I'm like 20, you know, I'm young 20s, and I'm like, this sounds like a big deal. Yeah, dude. Like, well and the way he talks, it's like you're an idiot, and you're like, oh, I believe what this guy yeah. is saying. So I went in there, and I was like, I never like I wasn't I didn't done acting or anything like this. So I like was terrified in the audition, like right. totally tanked it. Yeah, I think I, and my role was like a white guy who was supposed to do like a fucking like a very thick Asian accent. I was like, what am I doing? Classic, here? and just tanked it. I was like. You know, bro, like you just got to keep your head up and keep doing them. the first two years you're out here. You have no fucking clue about anything. Yeah. Oh, you'll do anything. anything. You're duped and roped into the shittiest things of all time. The guys we knew were doing birthday party comedy gigs. Yeah. Todd, the infamous Todd Munson did his high school reunion. He said he stood on a diving board as a stage by a pool. Wow. No, he didn't do his. Uh, he did like a prom at his high school. Oh, it was the prom. Yeah. No, you did, didn't you do a prom? No. No, that was Munson. Ellis uh, did the. He did a, a, a bus. From L.A. to, to Vegas, Vegas. I remember cops. about that. And he had to perform on the bus of, sta of state cops. And that's the worst, too, because after you perform, then you just have to sit on a bus with the people the you back. just he said they were with. so He said they were wasted. Yeah. And they hate I've it. I've heard a couple people that did the L.A. to Vegas Ugh. thing, and then they're just stuck there. Ellis nightmare. also did a birthday party where it was 12-year-old kids at that uh, Sushi Fugo place. to Chow or whatever. Yeah. That, oh, yeah, the Brazilian On La Cienega, place, and yeah. he said these kids are just heckling them rel relentlessly. And he looked at the father, and he's like, and then, then the father didn't want to pay him. He's like, that didn't go well, man. He's like, you're fucking heckling me. You give me my fucking, fucking whatever the amount. No 12-year-old kid wants stand-up comedy. The worst I ever had to do something like that was uh, Wheels yeah. took me in to do a uh, show. Um, uh, it was somewhere out east, I want to say Riverside-ish area. And it was it was some birthday party for some guy. Yeah, it's going to be a great gig. It was like at a... Uh, 
batting cages, paintball park. <laughs> Don't mind the, uh, the constant pinging of the bat. Just keep going through it. And Wheels brought me in, and the guy was just like, oh, yeah, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm just paying you. And he's like, oh, you know, he, he's on Mad TV. And the guy was like, really, you're on Mad TV? And I was like, no, I'm not on Mad <laughs> no, TV. Yeah. He's being modest. He, yeah, he, he's, he he's a writer. <laughs> he's like, are you a writer? I mean, he's a PA. He's going to be a writer next, yeah. next season. Come on, just give him a couple bucks. Let him, um, get, let him give him some arcade quarters. Yeah, and I did my shitty set and got off, and the guy was like, you, you, you don't really have any funny characters. I'm just like, Thanks, cool. thanks, thanks, guys. Thanks, thanks for the criticism. Thanks for the party. See you in the batting yeah. cages. Happy fiftieth, cool. Jim. Maybe get a little paintball going later. You on. went to Alaska with wheels, right? Oh yeah, that was the, so that was the first time I, I oh, someone tried to hose me on on my pay. I remember you told me because then I you went with like them? a year later went with wheels to Alaska and you're like ah uh, this is how much he's getting paid <laughs> yeah and this is how much you're supposed to get this yeah, is how much he's right. gonna give you uh, yeah this, it's, this a, guy, it's a ninety ten split this guy is such uh, a fibber I'll say he tells tales he tried to you get five hundred bucks to go up to Alaska do shows in Anchorage in the basement of like your dad's buddies. Uh, dive bar essentially. That's what yeah. it feels like. It's called the shed. Don't you and, stay above it? Uh, no, no, it's below. It's downstairs. The, the condo's above the bar. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah but you stay up there. there's like three levels: the condo, then yeah. there's like the, the bar, bar, karaoke yeah. room, oh, and then it's like comedy and in the basement. Sounds like a parfait of success yeah. to me. It's terrible. Um, <laughs> but I, so Wheels tells me we'll go up there. You know, they get you drunk and feed you and no expenses, whatever. So I'm like, all right, that's cool. And it was like February. It was like Super Bowl oh, weekend. Yeah. So it's <laughs> dark the whole time and freezing. Freezing. And uh, the guy, Wookie, who was the manager, that's what, it's, <laughs> that's what they called him. Wookie's like, yeah, you know, it's cool. You come up here. We take care of you. You get 500 bucks. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that is cool. So then uh, the last day we do our last show and we're flying out the next morning. So Wheels comes up to me at night. I'm drinking with the staff. He's like, yeah, not bad weekend, huh? You know, we had some fun, met some, uh, met some cool people, and uh, you know, here's your two hundred dollars. Two hundred dollars. Wait, uh, Wookie, Wookie told me I was getting five hundred. Uh, oh, you, you talked to Wookie? Uh, yeah, yeah. You know, he told me I was getting five hundred bucks. Oh, uh, let me uh, let me go talk to him, see if I can work something out. I'm just like, oh, okay, <laughs> you, please, yeah. please do. So he goes. Upstairs. And Do you think he really has a conversation, or he's just like yeah. counting in his head, like it's been thirty-eight seconds. Yeah, I, gotta wait to <laughs> I think I think he I think he actually there. believes that he had the conversation. Yeah, I think he, he may just back. do it to the wall, like, yeah. hey, Wookie, uh, you, you got to pay him five hundred dollars. It's a deal. <laughs> he, came, he came back downstairs. And he's like, yeah, got you, uh, got you the other three hundred. Here you go. Turns out that. Uh, you know, there was a, an issue because he wanted to write me a check, but because it's from Alaska, you know, it's outside the continental 48 states. So <laughs> it would have taken, uh, uh, I'm just sitting there like, excuse me? They pay him in fucking cash. cash. Yeah, it's almost, it's almost a different currency. Here. Yeah, I'm like, all right, dude. That place was a sad, like, I got cut off at the bar. <laughs> I drank for seven hours straight. Finally, they go, dude. You're done. Like I was literally fading it out of consciousness. Was, There's was, nothing else to fucking. Was do that there. like you just like I'm with wheels? There's yeah. nothing to do. I, I may yeah. kill myself via yeah. alcohol yeah. tonight. And I remember you told me don't go with any chicks outside. Yeah. You left the reservation. I you left the troubles. Yeah, yeah. I I, uh, I met a young lass. I heard, I heard the chicks there are like, isn't there some weird ratio of like, there's not it, a lot of chicks or there's there not a lot. There's, there's like five dudes for every one yeah. girl. Move to Alaska, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Check so, out that nature. So they, uh, it's, it's literally in the, everyone that lives there is essentially an alpha male. 
It's like dudes who work on oil military rigs, military, guys. criminals. Crab fishermen. Yeah, I mean, it's like... Or like man one of all four. Like, yeah, <laughs> or a little bit of all of the yeah, above. Yeah, a combo. And uh, so they're just very aggressive. And uh, that was when I, I went up there with Ren Azizi and met this girl after one of the shows and started talking to me. And it seemed like it was going well. And I, I never really had any luck whatsoever with girls on the road. I was usually with Polly, and if I even was talking to a girl, he would always come up and ruin that for me. <laughs> Who are you talking hey, to? bro. Uh, what do you say? Yeah. Say hello to the Dude, wheel. Why don't, you, why don't you give me your girl, bro? <laughs> come on. Um, it's the rules. So this girl convinces me, like, uh, hey, we should get out of here. I'm just like, yeah, we should get out of here. So we start leaving, and she's like, oh, we got to stop by this one bar, though, real quick, see my friend. I'm like, all right, whatever. And at that point, the uh, we went first week of January. Is this walking distance or is this like yeah, like Uber the, fucking like horse uh, sleigh rides? The windows in the in the condo above the bar were broken, so we were staying in Ramada, yeah, a block away. The, yeah, that was true. And uh, <laughs> right next to where they start the Iditarod. Yeah, right, literally right in front. <laughs> and uh, so we walked out, um, and we made it about half a block, and then she sidelined us to this bar and we walk in the bar and it was literally like straight out of an eighties movie. Like just large group of dudes all stood up at the same time. Is Ren is easy with you or are you alone? No, no. You're alone. Yeah, I'm alone. Cause I'm, I'm thinking I'm taking this. Yeah. Girl you're like, home. I'm going to score. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Said bye to everyone. Made sure everyone's yeah. Yeah. Hey, I'm leaving with this chick. <laughs> yeah. Guys. Read them and weep. Bitches. Yeah. <laughs> is, she's an Alaska 10. We're talking a California four. <laughs> yeah, hey, I'll take it. Yeah. yeah it's a different conversion. Uh, so then, uh, <laughs> so, so uh, we walk in and then dude, it takes about five seconds and dude, it's just straight in my face. <sighs> just about ready to beat the shit out of me. Uh, the fuck you doing with my girlfriend? And I'm just like, oh, hey. Just here to entertain yeah. you guys. And just just trying to fuck her. Yeah, no big the, deal. No, what's up? I don't that. care. I don't want to talk to so her. So she basically wanted to make her boyfriend Jealous. mad. She's like, oh, here's the so, guy. Perfect guy to do it with. Yeah. And this dude, he was a, a pro snowmobiler, and he was with his crew. I mean, it was like. <laughs> He's from L.A., Daryl. Fuck you. I felt, like, uh, <laughs> I felt like better off dead. Like the cool, you know, outdoor Snow jocks were just gonna kick the pre X Games, yeah. bro. Um, <laughs> this is like Doc Hollywood, where this like, chick's like trying to get you to take her back to yeah. LA. There's like six of them, and me, just as intimidating as I am physically, <laughs> and uh, all the bars in Alaska, because all the dudes are so alpha out, have pretty intense security. Like there's like I'm sure seven or eight security got to be a lot of fighting in Alaska bars. Bar. Yeah. And so they have a law in Alaska. If you get into a fight inside the bar, then you're banned from going into any bar for a year or something Whoa. like that. Like it's really intense, which there would like be crippling. Yeah. You're like, that's all there is to you do. Might as well commit suicide. Yeah. You're like out in the, you're like in a snowy apartment. So the security gets in between us. Like they're just, they can tell that I'm about ready to just get stomped. <laughs> and, uh, they're kicking everyone out because once you're out in the streets, then it's free game. It's <laughs> you're like, no, no, no. You're like, we should Final stay in here. Let's just talk it out here. No, it's, it's heated in here. Yeah, There's yeah. drinks. You know, you guys would get banned for a year from <laughs> drinking here. I and, see golden tea over there. May yeah. hit that up. <laughs> a challenge. And whoever wins takes the girl. Um, so the security guard says to the other security guard, you take them out front. I'm taking him to the back. And I'm just like, uh, all right. So they walk me out the back way through the kitchen and then open the back door and it's like negative 30 degrees out snow covering everywhere. <laughs> and he opens like, the back never, door. No, no one uses that. Yeah. Exit. They're like, here you go. Yeah. He opens the door and he goes, 
you have about 30 seconds to, to get out of here and then they're going to kick the shit out of you. I'm like, cool. And I was sprinting like pre-Fontaine just through the streets. <laughs> you were a runner. Like, you were a runner. Go, your go, your go. cross country skills coming in. Ran handy. all the way back to the shed, the the bar where we did comedy and just busting the door and they all turn and look at me like, well, what happened? Ingram, like, what the fuck? Yeah. Hey, you had that chick in the bag. The dude's like, <laughs> Ren is easy upset with you. <laughs> did you fuck her? Dude's like, uh, you, hey, you came quick, right? <laughs> the, 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 one, uh, the one security guard's like, whoa, what, what's going on? I'm like, these dudes, that girl I left with took me to a bar where her boyfriend's at and these guys are going to kick the shit out of me. He's like, all right, I'm not letting any dudes in. I was like, really? And then they just wouldn't let anyone else in the bar the rest of the night. <laughs> no, man. Like, you're like, hey. Nope. You should have said that every night. You're like, yeah. hey, another guy came. Only let chicks in. Yeah. yeah, from now on, that's <laughs> it would the have rule. no business. It would be like four people in there. Oh, it was terrible. Then I got hammered. Yeah, yeah, and, uh, Steve and I flew out. Uh, the next night, we did our last show. And then that we got just blasted. And then they took us to the airport and we did like a red eye, flew back uh. through the middle of the night, got to LA at like six in the morning. And I uh, was in the bathroom puking the entire oh. flight. <laughs> oh man. Just brutal trip. Miserable, man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it was, it was a, uh, I have a lot of really fond memories of it's Anchorage. A good war Alaska. story. Yeah. A lot of lessons learned. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mainly uh, never go anywhere with a girl. <laughs> yeah. That's the main you, thing I learned. I, t I learned cause I met two chicks and they're like, let's go, let's just go to another bar and drink. And I was like, I don't think I'm that's not, a good plan. I'm yeah. not leaving. Yeah. We, uh, you know, who we got to talk about with the three of us here is the infamous, the legendary John Poet. Oh man. Uh, legend. Yeah. All three of us had deep involvement. Some people over the years have accused us of, uh, it said what we did to Poet wasn't quite right, but I think it was oh so right. I think it was, I think it was fitting. <laughs> Those people way. didn't know Poet the way we knew Poet. We, so this John Poet, how old would you say he was? Like 40s? 40, late 40, 40s? He had yeah, gray, yeah. all gray hair, so yeah. it was hard to he, he tell. He could have been 60. For, he was one of those guys yeah. who was between the age well, of we 40 really and 60. Yeah. So it seemed, to it us, like, older. Yeah. like he, he could have been 39 for all we know, yeah. I guess. So he, he was a taxi cab driver. In the and back in the day, he had the look. He had the look. He was like a pear shaped, small, chubby yeah. guy. Turnipy. Always wore slacks and, and a white a shirt. up shirt that like was a, tucked in. He had yeah. like a Russian cab driver look. Yeah. Which they may make you do in LA because they're all Russian. Right. So he, he was a huge ego, which you find in LA comedy and open mics. The ego never matches the talent. Yeah. What's the old Har Argus Hamilton bit? Huge ego, low self esteem. <laughs> I'm not much, but I'm all I ever think about. I think is yeah. the reference he makes, which is it's hard for me true. to continue because yeah, I'm really dying accurate. laughing so much. Yeah. <laughs> so poet after the he was an open micer. Yeah. And he was one of those open micers. Like it was really frustrating in our our era of open mic because it's like there was a bunch of us who had potential and some weeks none of us would get it was spots. a lottery system it, it, it eventually changed lunatic. but it was 40 slots you could sign up for and yeah. then they'd bring a bucket out and there was tickets there was 20 there with was numbers 20 blanks and 20 with numbers and then some weeks John Poet would get number 20 and you would get nothing or you would get yeah. like number two. I once went like three to four months literally with nothing. Oh, we yeah. all went on and, and like And you'd see yeah. these insane blue iris. I got number 18 yeah. again. Damn it. You're like, fuck, yeah. man. Mickey just crushing it with a 15. Yeah, yeah, like almost every week. And then Poet. Or Gaylord. Poet started getting Legend. so crazy that he started giving people notes on like their comedy. Yeah. Like he would go up to, Hey, you know what you got to do? And he was awful. He, he was gave never PJ, good. He gave PJ notes and PJ yeah. was insane. PJ always punched him in the face. <laughs> Get the fuck out of my face. So asshole. at some point in time, 
we all just became <laughs> poet became a cult of personality where when he would go up the intros would be unbelievable. Uh, we would do poet chants yeah. for about a good two we minutes ask, out of a three minute we would set. Ask Ari, or if he was hosting, to like just really build up the uh, the mystique. Yeah, yeah, he would talk about him a few. Like a few spots before, before he was yeah, ready yeah. to go up to build uh, up the anticipation. This is the guy we've all been waiting for. He's unbelievable. One of the best guys I've ever seen. Yeah. He's going to get a TV deal in about a week or so. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, give it up for John Poet. 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 Just clapping just and cheering. And for, he would take the stage too, like with such he an knew ego that he was the best. He was like Bono. He like he would just get up there. He would take soak it in. Like look yeah. at the crowd. And yeah. then the first Changing word the out of his mouth, we would standing ovation, <laughs> round of applause for at least a minute. <laughs> Laughing like yeah. the best thing. It was deaf comedy jam to the yeah. point where he eventually be like, "All right, call, all right, guys, let me get." We, yeah, we would do poet chants like within the set. Yeah, like a joke that kills so hard. Poet, <laughs> yeah, and he would do like a, a hand in the air, like "Thank you, guys." Thank, but guys, let me keep it going here. He would do the. Hip I know thrust. I'm great, guys, but. He would do the subtle hip thrust, and like the more he amped up he got, yeah. the more turned up the hip thrust. I thrust the hip it, thrust <laughs> it. He, he was like, he was so jovial and overly <laughs> excited that he would just kind of like start pumping his fucking <laughs> yeah, he cock help around. It. Thrust it. Thrust. Sometimes he would hold off and be like, "Come on, poet, give us what we need." Yeah. And then he would do it. We'd go nuts. <laughs> but then after like six months of that, and we when he'd get off, we'd all like almost form like a gauntlet where we were just high fiving <laughs> the really, shit out of him. Yeah. Hug him, rub his head like he just like, won the Super Bowl. He won a world. Championship. He was all Rudy in a lot of ways. We did pretty much everything except dump Gatorade on him. Yeah. Like it was like that level of that ridiculous. Well, yeah. He got such an ego that he there was a benefit show <laughs> this is going great. on in the main room, <laughs> and he's sitting in a reserved booth, which which the door like, guys would sell. Yeah, it sell was like an money. A-lister event going on, right. and so he's in the middle of this. I think he was PJ. in Mitzi's booth, and like in the no, guy, no, he, he was just oh, in was like in a, a money. Yeah, booth. but it had it was reserved, had people's names on it. <laughs> And so PJ, who was seating the room, who's not the nicest, sees him sitting there. He goes, what the fuck are you doing? Get the fuck out of there. And he goes, fuck, fuck you, PJ. <laughs> <laughs> this is where I'm watching the show. This is how crazy. I believe the hype. PJ goes, this is a private fucking event. And he goes, I don't care. So he goes, oh, but he fucking dragged him out of the goddamn boot. And that was his, his ego was so big that he thought that he could just waltz in he anywhere. Take it. So at this, like the six month point of this, John Poet rise, the meteoric rise. Yeah. We just yanked the rug out from under of him and it was just constant booing. Yeah. No one matter day, what he said. One day we just decided, <laughs> no fuck more. Poet. Yeah. And we, every, we, like, we built him. Now it's time to break. It's reverse army. Like, we remember, built him. Now yeah. let's break him. I remember telling him too, like, you know, it's crazy because he used to have it. And <laughs> now you've lost. And I don't know what happened, but there's been a, just a change in your comedy. It's uh, not at all. I remember there was one night. What? We, what? what are you talking about? Yeah, yeah, I still got it. No, and then, it's, and then as soon as you know, we'd changed. be like, Boo! What happened to the thrust? People might think we're assholes, but this guy was literally the most obnoxious <laughs> piece yeah. of shit. Such a prick. I remember him yelling at Tommy too about how Tommy didn't get it. Tommy being like, "They're fucking with you. Yeah. No one thinks you're funny." I'm just being like, "Tommy, what? Don't let the yeah, cat don't out. Ruin, of the don't ruin the kayfabe of wrestling." It, it was term. it was too deep inside at poet. He wanted to believe so bad that Tommy couldn't deter him. Speaking at all. of '80s wrestling, I remember there was a night we're booing and we would always sit away from the open mic. We got like too big yeah. for our britches. Like, fuck the open mics. Yeah. We're moving we're to the right that now. And yeah. so we had pain. We had guys on our side. And they're like. 
they can stay. You have to go back there in the corner. And so I remember you, I think you were working there at the time, and you just started doing an ECW, throwing oh, every yeah. chair yeah. around the front table until they were like piled like up around yeah. his head. Like he was just surrounded by like yeah. a, a, a fucking tent of chairs. Yeah, I had uh, what's known uh, in the business as a drinking problem. <laughs> you? And, yeah. Come and, on. Like there was, a, there was a good seven or eight years where I had a Budweiser in my hand at all times. Yeah. And by the end of the night, I would be, We're, by the end of the night, by three hours into the working night. Working here can do yeah. that. I see some of these guys now, and I'm like, hey, man, I've, trust me, I've been here. Like, yeah. You got to slow down. Yeah. You got to pace it was yourself. Intense. But there was so many nights where it just became a, it's time to stack these chairs. <laughs> <laughs> that just, was like at like seven something. Yeah, I know. <laughs> that was early. Like early. <laughs> Dude, that, it was literally <laughs> like, it was literally like 8.15. Yeah, I'd get here at five. Because it was still light out outside. Yeah. I don't even remember like thinking now, how do they get them all off for the next guy? Like, cause you would throw like 20. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, you'd have to like, they're all tangled up. Some yeah. are like bent. I always want to get, uh, I always wanted to stop somebody when they were leaving, like an audience member to see what they really like. It's insane. And then you see a guy throwing chairs, just <laughs> stockpiling a mountain of chairs. And then when you leave, you're like, what the fuck was that? And now, you know, there's been 20 years of school shootings where every one of them looks a lot like me. <laughs> and uh, just seeing the type of insanity of a dude looking at me just being angry and throwing, I mean, aggressively throwing. <laughs> you never steel, hit him, though, in yeah, your defense. Throwing chairs and... uh I mean, it, it had to be unnerving for some, some <laughs> oh, sure, yeah. A similar rise to power was the legendary Gaylord Dingler. Yeah. He had been, he was an open micer. 20, 26 years. From so. the inception of the comedy store. So he like yeah. was open mic with like Robin Williams. Like he yeah. had seen it all and he would just stayed here. Same act throughout the years. So people just memorized the whole yeah, thing. Painter knew it. Painter knew his whole act. At the rise of his fame, I think it was one of his last sets that he did. Skippy Simon was hosting the open mic. He'd gone on. Gaylord had gone on so long that Skippy tried to just pull the mic out of his hand, and Gaylord like threw Tossed a fucking him. elbow. Yeah. Get out like, of I'm here! I'm not getting the fuck. He off was doing his stage. big closer, which was ad libbing. I told my girlfriend to lose 25 pounds. Yeah, so how did she, she do it? Gym. A machine ripped her leg off. She lost it in one day. A machine That's ripped her leg off. Thank you. Leg off. A machine ripped her Thank leg off. You. And he would do like an arm motion to yeah. the side, and then he would start pounding the mic stand, and you would see dust flying up from yeah. that carpet that hasn't been cleaned. Asbestos. I, I posted. A photo of me with Gaylord earlier this week, oh, nice. uh, or I guess end of last week that I found, and uh, that was from uh, the night when uh, Paulie brought Gaylord on stage in the main room, New Year's Eve, to be the uh, yeah. the first. That was like the height. That was the height of the his pinnacle fame. of his life. It was really the pinnacle, and he got attacked, and we thought he was dead shortly yeah. after. The, that. Then there became the Comedy Store murder mystery, which was uh, which was tried to solve on stage. <laughs> Ari Shafir yeah. held a, a trial, a kangaroo, and court. then it with looked Garth. like Garth may have actually murdered him, but no one actually took any legal action. Yeah. We just, <laughs> we just like, finally, well, all right. you know what happened. To and him. Garth looked a lot like a young George Washington. You always would say that. That guy was crazy. He had the hair. Like he was Mickey's Rogers. friend. Do you remember uh, Gremlins Two, the new batch? Yeah, yeah. Remember the one that had all the wonky eyes? Yeah, that's, that's what that's Garth. what Garth's that's eyes look. look like. Yeah, he was he was a genuine lunatic. So Gaylord and Mickey were best. Fr- they were like an older Thickest Danish and O'Neill. They were yeah. like seventy year old men, <laughs> best like buddy. Yeah. Comedy duo of us. Mickey has a, they weren't a duo. Mickey had a push broom stash. Yeah. Looked like Sam Elliott. He, Mickey was like Sam Elliott on mescaline. And <laughs> Gaylord. Uh, uh, yeah. Gaylord just looked like. He looked like an eight. He looked a like Muppet. a guy that you He does like. look like a Muppet more or less. Yeah. He looked, looked like, like the Muppet in the band. Like the, I think he was blue, played the saxophone. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if you, if you go to my, uh, my Twitter 
Um, you can find, I think it's probably the last photo I posted. So you'll just scroll down like maybe two weeks and you'll see a picture of me with Gaylord. He's fucking, you look like he could have been a, he, he looked, definitely had a cameo on like taxi. Yeah. Like that. Kind that would have been the look. We yeah. once saw him, he Denim Mickey, baseball hat. They yeah. would fight. And towards the end, when the, when the bottle bashing happened, there was a lot of infighting. Yeah. We once walked out where like the booth is, and Gaylord just performed. And this is when Gaylord had a huge ego because we were giving him a lot of right. a lot of praise. He yeah, he wanted to know if Mickey uh, had watched. Nobody his fucking set. nobody built up. Nobody is like us. And he's like, Mickey, did you see the set or not? Uh, 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 I I don't. Uh, Guy's been doing I the same material I, for twenty six <laughs> years, and he wants Mickey to come in and critique it. I, uh, I don't recall. Did you? Watch it or didn't you? He goes, I uh, I saw the last minute. <laughs> <laughs> Mickey's never given you goes, a straight answer. Did you see the full Saturday? <laughs> I saw crazy. a little bit of it. We once, we got so bored on that front patio. Because on Sundays, we did to get here at like fucking noon. One, yeah. And then wait for hours. Yeah. And we would get so fucking bored and lose our minds with these psychopaths. that we started saying to Gaylord, because remember he'd always wear the hat. And yeah, we were like, the denim we were, hat. We were like, is he like is the hair connected because he had long right. hair or is he bald? Is it maybe a Hulk Hogan skullet type? So thing? we yeah. kept saying, Gaylord, tip of the cap. I did it to him for like three hours <laughs> doing the tip with the, the hat motion. Tip of the cap. Tip of the cap yeah, over and to the point he fucking went crazy. <laughs> Why do you keep saying that? He's like, man, yeah. He, did you, he drove, was a did you do something that drove him crazy? Uh, I mean, I drove Mickey crazy. No, I thought you did something to Gaylor where you just started screaming at you. Oh, I'm sure. I think you were asking I, him a question I, over and I'm over. I'm sure. That's, that was pretty much my MO <laughs> for <Yeah>. everybody, <laughs> pushing him to the breaking point. You yeah. asked Mickey about the farts until he lost the Yeah, mind. I once farted, and then I asked Mickey <laughs> if he smelled it. He said no. I said, did you hear it? He said no. And then for the next six months every day, did you smell that? I know you smelled it. I know you heard it. Finally, he lost you it. Were just, no, but you would just do it like for like five minutes. You hear it? Did you smell uh, it? I uh, know. Did you smell it? I uh, know. Did you hear it though? No, no. Did you, you smell it? It would just go on and on. Yeah. And then finally, went, I didn't hear it. I didn't smell it. He lost fucking shit. freaked out. Smell his mustache. Oh, he would smell that stash. Oh, you know who's the good guy? Uh, remember Jay Ireland? Oh, oh man. Exit. O'Neill retired him. That guy yeah. called. Remember that guy called like three years later. He's like, Hey, I'm coming back. Everyone's he was like, another guy who tried you. to do the, I'm back. He yeah. worked at McDonald's was worked his day job. D's. He was this chubby. Yeah, I mean, he he kind of looked like uh, that scene in um, uh, Weird Science when Lisa turns Chet into like that blobish. Yeah, very yes. pimply, yes. pimply yeah. face, pimply back. Yeah. You wear the wife beater a lot. Yeah. He bad arm tattoo. He was uh, sitting, an Irish crest. He was like sitting on the front bar, uh, like on the somewhere on the front patio with his back towards Sunset Boulevard, and we were all sitting around waiting for the the one o'clock afternoon bucket so we could draw names. And this lady was walking by no affiliation with the comedy store and stopped and tapped him on the shoulder. And, uh, he turned around. He's like, yeah. And she's like, Oh, I just wanted to let you know, I, I think you're breaking out into hives. <laughs> and he was like, no, that's not hives. And then we all tortured him because he what? just had zits all over his back. That like, was so fucking gross. Who says that? To it's like, you're really sticking your neck out on that yeah, one. Like, like, it's like, that's like the female equivalent of like, he, are you pregnant? Yeah, no, I'm no, not pregnant. Yeah. Dude. We remember we, you uh, hives. we uh, kept accusing him of stealing uh, BJ Bales. No, we set him up. Bit. Yeah. We set him up. He, remember the remember boomerang that? foot bit? Right. And Painter loved 
do the boomerang. I got to hear it. <laughs> From the back. Hey, give me a second. I got to do some other stuff. Oh, he was terrible. Yeah. And he did a bit about he dated a chick with a fake foot, and he threw the foot. It was a boomerang foot. Came back to me. Yeah. Came back, Classic. hit me in the head. And he would do like an hit himself in the face with the right. mic, a Pratt fall, the whole Hilarious. nine. And we'd be like, and he's like, Someone was like, hey, man, that bit you do is a lot like BJ Bales' bit, man. You think so, man? And then we were like, then like another bite. Dude, no. it's not. You're fine. Yeah. You're fine right, with it. just really yeah. hit that home with Just yeah. do it. You got to do it. You think? Yeah, do it. Dude, if you if you own it, you own it. So we then he's saying it's, it's not. Anyone that says that is insane. So yeah. then he does it. Instantly, you start yelling thief from the back. <laughs> while he's doing it. Fat James, as mentioned, was like the lieutenant of the open mic. Yeah. He's like, he's stealing? Do I need to talk We're to like, him? Yeah, he is. And he's like, hey, you can't fucking steal shit. And he gave him like a tongue lashing. <laughs> and then Ari, I remember we had words. Oh, he... Something off stage, I had started saying no, something. Remember he was driving like a girl who weighed like 300 pounds, and we kept saying it was his lady, and he's like, she's just a friend, guys. Come yeah. on. And we kept going with it. And I think that eventually he started hating you. And then somehow it, we, we, it was like my first ever roast battle. I think it was a comedy like a year. Yeah, or Ari so. was like he he knew you guys had beef. Like, Let's just bring this up on stage and see what happens. And yeah. so I roast. It was talking. It was about you his guys back went, acne. You guys went one on one. Yeah, it was like farming it using the fucking Mcdonald's <laughs> grease where he worked. <laughs> oh. It was like it was and very one sided. And I think he say, left. He had the worst comebacks <laughs> ever, done. and I yeah. believe he quit <laughs> mid like halfway through his. Chance to insult yeah, you back. Yeah, just yeah. like, fuck this. I'm not doing this. I'm not feeling it. <laughs> and uh, then he like and left then he was out. gone. Yeah. I was, was like gone. a loser goes home. WWE yeah, style well, battle. His contract has been <laughs> void after that. I remember three years later, someone's like, hey, you have a phone call from somebody in the cover booth. <laughs> and I was like, who the fuck is Hey, man, it's Jay Ireland. <laughs> I was like, you piece of shit. I remember he, he came up and I was working the back door doing security. And Ari was like sitting there talking to me. And Ari is when he lived right down the street and he skateboarded all the time. Right. And he, Jay Ireland, roll, struts up like, hey, everybody, I'm back. Uh, roll out the red carpet. He goes up to Ari. What are you in your mid thirties? What are you riding a skateboard around for, huh? Class. And I just looks at him like, "You're still as terrible as ever." Yeah, get the fuck out <laughs> of here. And he's just then, like after that, like looking around, everyone's like, "Get the fuck out of here!" You man. were one of the worst open micers three years ago, and now you haven't been on stage in three years. <laughs> yeah. That's not. He was only year. around for like a week. He may have been visiting, or he's just like, "Hey, yeah. it didn't work and out." He's like, oh yeah. man, it's that worse than shot. it was before. Now they've got more confidence. This yeah. isn't in my. They've gotten better. This Mc, isn't in my favor at McDonald's all. McDonald's isn't hiring anymore. I gotta get out of here. Oh, Roy Vice, another legend. Yeah, that era. I, I saw. You Roy. saw him. You told me recently, didn't you? Yeah, it was like a year ago or something. He came up here and walked up to me, and it took me a minute to realize <laughs> who the fuck it was. He looked like a corpse then. Yeah, he, he was like, like a wig. Hey, Rick. I'm like, is that Rick Wright? <laughs> who, who is that? And I, I honestly couldn't picture it. And then he's just like. Well, I uh, finally retired mannequin lover. And I'm like, <laughs> oh. You mean the mannequin lover from like 10 years ago? That song, you're the guy who sang mannequin lover and we convinced you it was great. Yeah, there seems lover. to be a kind of a pattern. You there definitely is. Anyone, there definitely is. Anyone who was yeah. awful, we just would convince they were great and then just and tear was, them down. When it you was watch, always, though, for the benefit of the audience the people who got and it. comedy yeah. because these guys, they all had huge the, egos. They, but, and they were going to be terrible no yeah. matter what. And when, we, when you're at that level, you can pretty much watch someone at any level, like even if it's the first, and be like, he has potential or he doesn't. And so these guys are just coming yeah. back week after week after week. And oh, so yeah. it's like, what are you going to do? And they're always doing the same fucking thing, and it's never working. It's just insanity. It is. Yeah. I mean, and we're, we're talking about guys who are, and like we said earlier, who knows how old they actually were, but they seemed like they were 50 and they were doing yeah. Yeah. the same shitty three minutes 
every two weeks. And still thinking that they're going to Someone's going to discover It's going to be some huge yeah. fucking television deal that's going to land them. Roy yeah. Vice somehow got a fucking showcase at the comedy store. Yeah. Singing Goddamn Mannequin Lover in front of Mitzi. Oh, back then, like, how did though, this they, happen? They started wanting to like filter people out, so they just give them the showcase and then give them the boot. Yeah, and they'd be like, yeah, you can't do open mic anymore. <laughs> yeah, it's over. So you Remember, cut from the open mic? He'd one of the first uh, fucking mail order brides I'd ever yeah. seen at that time. Still has Asian chick. Oh, really? Still she was Still a she spoke like three words of English. She learned English because she, she was like, with him. Hello, Rick. And, and he was like, hey, you remember Rick? He, you, you know, know Tanaka? He did, <laughs> You're like, <laughs> he did the comedy. And, and she's like, oh, yeah, hi. I'm just like, unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> you don't remember me. How long did you talk to him? That's someone you don't want to see. I talked to him for probably 10 minutes. Just, Whoa. Ju- like, literally just What do you been up to, man? Yeah. What's I, he do? What's his story? He's still a lawyer. He, oh, he was a lawyer. He's a lawyer, but, yeah. Like, who was, who, was crazy. You walk in, yeah. you see that guy who's like, oh, I feel good about this case. Yeah, he, was, he gave me like, you know, yeah, I mean, I, I don't really do comedy anymore. You know, if, <laughs> you, if someone requests me for you never benefit, really did I'm comedy like, at all. Hold on, who's requesting you for benefits? <laughs> I might. <laughs> but he did. He did tell me that you know, he, I finally retired. Mannequin lover. I'm just like, I mean, that was that was your goal. That, that was that the bread was, and butter. That man. was the you bread and butter. I wonder what he's doing. Thing. He must yeah. have a new song. Yeah, that was the closer. Yeah. Yeah, we would it was all the sing opener it. and the close. And Fat James would do the orchestra, yeah. lead us in the back. Come on, guys, sing along. We're like, all oh, right, Fat. Yeah. Cue the eye roll. On Fat James. Fall on the bouncing ball. Huh? One of my favorite <laughs> Fat James moments uh, was the Belushi him, him doing no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Belushi night is my personal hell. <laughs> but uh, my favorite Fat James moment was. Uh, him showcasing for Mitzi. Oh man! And doing the uh, doing <laughs> he never the, got past, did he? No, nor should he have. No, but he did the. He wanted uh, it He so did the old bad. lady, the grandma. Oh, shuffle. Subway! Yeah. <laughs> Subway! <laughs> hey, what is that? What is that? What's on the turkey? <laughs> Look at the menu. Do the head shake and have his fifty chin shake. Yeah. Roast, Roast beef. beef. His timing never changed on any of that any stuff. Of and he, uh, yeah, you know, uh, the worst part about Subway is when you get behind the old lady and Mitzi's just this <laughs> tiny little old lady she who can barely moved. Didn't like point. any reference, like yeah. any old bit. He starts doing his old lady. You know, I call it the old lady shuffle. <laughs> and it's just him, like, essentially with T Rex arms. Do, like shaking. Doing yeah. like, and he's a like fucking. You know, why don't you do it on the Parkinson's yeah. uh, impression? Yeah. And he he, he did like 30 minutes go. on that. He just heard Mitzi go. Oh no! <laughs> In a silent room, it's so great. He was a 400-pound man with an Elvis pompadour, which was heavily yeah. thinning in the back. So he had high yeah. volume up front, but and real back, comb it back there. Yeah, it, and he would he would love giving advice. Some of the dirtiest fingernails I've ever seen yeah. in my life. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. he would he, wear a uh, cell phone pouch that was like this Asian, uh, almost like a necklace. Whoa. Oh, finally, we're all going to die here. Good yeah. thing we're up in this room. Yeah, I mean... One thing I was always scared of after hosting the open mic was that one time I thought some disgruntled open micer was going to get in that back hallway and just shoot me with a rifle. Yeah, <laughs> stab me on my way down. Yeah. Yeah, I always try to... It uh, never happened. Because uh, you, if you're hosting the open mic, you have to mention how shitty a lot of them are. If you, you don't... Your whole dead. goal is to keep the crowd. Yeah. And if you don't, they're like, oh, this guy is a part of this horseshit. But you yeah. have to be like, I'm in time. You it's can't keep yourself. saying the show is bad. I'm like, Tommy, they'll all leave. They'll yeah. be gone. They know. But some of them people liked how brutal. Because O'Neill and I have a rep. Like, people don't talk about it like now. Uh, but I mean, when you do it every week, it was like a torture. Yeah. Well, people started mimicking it. 
but they were just being mean for mean sake. We were just fed up. Yeah. Like that was our thing. We just seen enough. And it's like, if you were doing something that pissed me off, like a lot of those comics would go up there with like an attitude. You'd be like, here he is like Jeremy Johnson. It's Jeremy Johnson. You're like, fuck you. Dude. Like, or they'd be like, hey, piece you of give shit. my credit? There's eight people. Yeah. Here, go dude. fuck yourself. And you, oh, you, you do eight that people if you're lucky yeah. or like, Hey, I'm going to take a quick shot at the host before I get off. And it's like, Hey asshole, I'm coming up right after you Yeah, and, and I'll I stay up here as long as I want. Yeah. yeah. Always a terrible plan. <laughs> yeah. It happened a lot. Cause yeah. guys, I think guys would be like, Hey, I know these guys come after people. I'm going to throw a quick jab. And you're like, if you uh, want Nick country used to take shots at me. When I, <laughs> oh, sweat. Sweat. yeah. These bimbos. These bimbos. Nice. He looks like Barney from the Simpsons. In this bimbo. He had thick glasses and his tits were always sweating. Just, he had the only, not the only place, but the largest concentration of sweat was on his man titty cleavage. <laughs> and his gut. Like the, the between yeah, the tits the and the button. gut, yeah. it just yeah. gathered. Big puddle. titty sweat country. <laughs> uh, Rick Ingram uh, with these bimbos. Oh, he, would, he was the one, because I always just talk about how shitty and fat. He's as bad at comedy <laughs> as he is fat. Nick country. Remember he was doing the raps? Yeah. Oh, he was he did a rap about Barris. He did a ding dong year. show rap. Yep. Dog, like, Barris. He, he, he would say to the audience, he's like, when I say ding, you say dog. <laughs> so he'd go dig, out. Dead silence. That reminds me, the raping comedian. Oh, yeah. The rapping comedian, but we instantly started calling him the raping guy. It's, a, it's actually rapping. I felt bad for that guy because then he came back later. And he, he, was talented. He, he changed his name. And he's like, guys, I, you know. I was never the raping comedian, but I changed my name altogether. And then he started doing like different songs and all this <laughs> stuff. He was so desperate. He once did, I think, two to three minutes of just straight up <laughs> like fart, just fart sounds. Like, yeah. hey, I'm going to get zany up here. Like Tim Joyner? Do you remember Timmy Tijuana, Joyner. Tim Joyner? Tim, Tim Joyner, uh, he, he's a Facebook friend of mine. Is he? You, he's still alive? Every once in a while. Yeah, he lives in San Fran. Every wow. once in a while, he'll, he'll send me like a just a private message with like some random thing. About six months before people started using Uber and Lyft in LA, he was uh, doing, he was a ride sharing driver up in San Francisco. Okay. And he sent me a message because I had posted something about needing a job. And he's like, hey, uh, it's not approved in LA yet, man, but uh, you really got to get on board with this thing. I'm telling you, it's going to take off. And I just remember reading and being like, what the fuck is Tim Joyner talking about? <laughs> Tim Joyner, like dude, year, good business. Sense. Yeah, like a year later. I mean, everyone I know it was, was on the ground it. floor or something. He, he was. was he would have thought he, that he was like Uber driver number four. He something. was a <laughs> he was a candidate to shoot everyone. He was. He was not. <laughs> One time he just did NASCAR <laughs> sounds. He's like, you ever see the NASCAR? <laughs> Do you remember when he was serious? He go. He go. He <laughs> <laughs> was like, like there for three minutes. Yeah. He'd silent. He would wear sweatpants, tapered 80 sweatpants yeah. with like a gray sweatshirt. I think he was like a gym substitute teacher. Uh, he, to me, he was like a, like a retarded Will Ferrell character. He was bizarre. Yeah. yeah. But he was crazy. And then he'd get off and he'd literally like want to know what you thought about his set. <laughs> he, <laughs> like, genu he genuinely had like, he wanted like notes. Yeah. Like, well, uh, yeah, you made I mean, three minutes of uh, a strange noise. Of of NASCAR. NASCAR. <laughs> I, would, I would take a longer pause between whoops. <laughs> hey, have you? Whoop, whoop. 
Come on. Woo. Yeah. Woo. He was a, he was an interesting one. Tijuana Tim Joyner. He's in the hall of fame. We once tried to come up with the open mic hall of fame for our era. But we oh, like, we have too many. It really too was. Many. Walt and Jordan. There's, there's names that Walt, you're going to, that you thought you'd never hear. I again. punched that bitch in the face. Walton. I, I'm still not convinced that he, he may be Craig Robinson. It was very possible. <laughs> they were like yeah. The same guy. yeah. <laughs> They're both equally not that talented. Oh, the homeless to Harvard. Oh yeah. And we got <laughs> so in, bored. Infamous O'Neill line with a straight face. We the got dead so lying. bored that there was a there was a lifetime movie called Homeless <laughs> to Harvard. Huge billboard, billboard across the street. Right over, you could see it right from the patio. Day. And I had Walt Jordan convinced that I was in the movie and he was blown away. He thought I was this fucking superstar. Did you That's say you pound, your big scene was you like pounded the locker? Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. There's something about I pound a locker and was like, I'm going to Harvard. <laughs> <Some time. laughs> it's like a woman in the fucking thing. I might be homeless, but I'm yeah, going, I'm going to, Harvard. to Harvard. Yeah. He's like, oh, it's fucking great. Man. Walton Jordan uh, had a great bit. But you got to freeze that pussy. <laughs> and a lot of beating women bits. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's all I remember was just a yeah, lot of abusing women just, bits. <laughs> Punching old ladies. His number one bit was. Are you going to uh, say a full yeah. out? Well, why not? I'm just it's quoting his bit. He's like, sometimes you get Bill Gates. Sometimes you get a nigger pouring beer on his cornflakes. <laughs> Classic. And he's like, he always claimed, I don't do well in these three-minute spots because I do 40 minutes on the road. Yeah. And I'm so used to that. That was the big Rod story as well. Yeah, man. I, you know, I headline in Germany and shit. <laughs> so he, was a, he was a techno minutes. musician, he claimed. Big Rod? Yeah. Man, that, that's intense. Are we up? Oh, right. shit. Right. Well, uh, well before shit we here. get out of here, uh, Big Rod, he got you to do an episode of Blind Date. He did. It was correct? one of the worst oh, yeah. mistakes of my life. Yeah. Paid $100, lives on to this day on the top uh, worst moments <laughs> in, in Blind Date history. Not because of me, because of the chick. Right. Which is how bad she do you... She crazy Oh, shit. nuts. And you had a sweet <laughs> blue suit on. I was wearing a leisure suit. Yeah. Just trying to have a good time. And I was just was, young 20s being an idiot on TV. Mind. And I'm like, what am I, I doing? Yeah, I wasn't old. He was told me I wasn't old enough to be on. I was so heartbroken. And you That's made it. I right. wish that was your age. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you said you had to be 25 or something. I was like, God damn it, Big Rod. Just fib the fucking paperwork, man. It's not that hard. Uh, um, all we, right. Well, thanks for uh, yeah. thanks for being on, guys. We'll have to do another one because uh, part two. There's endless stories to be told, but uh, my guests have been Ryan O'Neill, Jeff Danish, and uh, you guys. What's your Twitter handles? At Danish and O'Neill, we share it. At Danish, hopefully and we don't get divorced. I don't know who's going to get. Yeah, it. That, that'd be tough. Uh, do you guys have anything? You're Instagram Danish and O'Neill. Uh, you guys doing any? No. Daddy knows best or any more of those? No, 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 nothing to nothing to speak of as of yet. Check those out though. They're on YouTube, I believe. Yeah, it's, Daddy uh, knows best. With some Steve uh, some funny um, videos they did with Steve Renazizi from the league and stuff. So uh, you can see some of their work there. And uh, yeah, thanks for being on, guys. Thanks, thanks for having Rick's us, man. A lot of fun. Uh, Check it out, guys. Uh, Good trip down memory lane. Come by the comedy store. Enjoy a show. Uh, just don't try too hard or we will destroy you. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, guys. Have a good night.